watched it um, last night. So I I also it's watched only episode two. It's yeah, only yeah. episode two, so mm-hmm. we're not that bad. <laughs> All right. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. And we are talking U.S. Survivor today, the Survivor that we all we, we all know and we all love. I'm not saying we don't love Australian Survivor because we definitely love Australian Survivor as well now. But I got to talk to Abraham earlier about that, so go check out that episode where we cover episode 19 and 20. Who won the showdown between the Joker and the Power Couple? Uh, so that was. Will, are you enjoying that? Quick little shout out, by the way. Are you are you enjoying Australia right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit behind, but you know, uh, it's been a fun season. It's been a fun first season for Australian Survivor because I know the format's a little different. Um, but no, it's been a fun season. Uh, you know, I think my boy Jordy's still in. Last I checked. Oh. Yeah, wait, oh. wait until you see the next couple. He said he's a little behind Abraham. He, he's in for a ride, isn't he? Yeah, that, that's going to be a treat for you. <laughs> All I know is from what like people on Reddit and Facebook have been saying. So I've been getting like polar opposite information. So I'm really excited to actually be able to watch it. Um. Oh, it's 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 really good. Well, if you guys haven't been able to tell, I am joined by Will. Hello, Will. Good afternoon to you and Abraham, everybody's favorite Survivor castaway, Abraham. How you doing, man? Man, I am doing great. I'm glad to see you back. Woo! Yeah, uh, we're making it. If you guys didn't know, uh, I came, uh, I had a little uh, accident, so I came prepared with my sling today. We're, we're doing everything one-handed, so my note-taking be a little patient with me because I tried taking notes with my left hand. And as soon as I put the pen on the paper, I said, nope, we're not doing this. So everything is like on my phone. So <laughs> kind of blends together here. But gentlemen, what are we thinking so far about uh, season 42 compared to what we've seen? Like we know this is like the new era of Survivor compared to what we kind of see about from season 41. Whoever I'm wants gonna to go, I'm going to let Will go first because I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, right off the bat, I feel like we're seeing the same sort of rookie mistakes that we saw in 41. You know, someone finds an advantage, and the first thing they're doing is telling the whole island. <laughs> and I've tried defending people. I've tried going against the norm. Like, y'all have been saying one thing. I say the other thing. But I think we all can agree that immediately telling someone, no matter how much you trust them, is always just a bad idea and we always watch it uh <laughs> bad bad, ju- bad juju is that what we're getting here that's the outcome right there when you, when you tell somebody that's the outcome <laughs> yep hey, abraham i mean it's true i mean we're gonna get more into it so that's why i wanted to ask about your guys's general feeling about the the season so far after two episodes but it is like We've seen it on Australia Survivor, and we've seen it on U.S. Survivor, but a little more on U.S. You get something. We got to tell everybody. I mean, I don't understand. We all look at Survivor before we even go. I mean, <laughs> unless you're just that busy that you realize, don't tell anyone. Um, oh, hey, this is a special treat for tonight. Today was the day that I flew to L.A., to get ready to fly to Fiji. Hey, hey. I would clap so been, if I could. This is as yeah, much clap. Been, Congrats, man. It's been one year since I, I'd have been landing in LA tonight, trying to figure out who my cast mates is going to be, uh, getting to the hotel. I mean, the journey, hey, the ride was just starting for me last year this time. Um, 
I didn't find an idol because I was voted out early, but I wouldn't tell anybody. Do you remember what it was that that feeling like it was yesterday, like you were going to compete on on Survivor? You know, it's it's uh it's unreal because you really don't think you're still going. But when you when you get to the airport, you get on the plane, um, and then it's like automatic paranoia. So I'm on the bus ride from the airport to the hotel, and I'm like, is that person on the show? Is that gonna be one of the contestants? And then you you check into the hotel, and what was cool about it was the casting folks were there to meet you. Um I saw Danny, I saw uh, a couple of other players, but I didn't know there was players at the time. You know, we were getting food and you kind of just kind of pass each other. I saw Deshaun and Jeannie uh, when we were doing some medical stuff. So, so you you're kind of eyeing kinda, them up and down. Yeah, you kind of you kind of you start sizing them up immediately. You don't waste no time. I'll be like, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I can take that person. That's not going to be a problem. <laughs> Man, don't, throwing shade already. I'm definitely they, they not... I'm definitely not looking at Danny and, you know, seeing how fit he is and going, oh, I can take him. Oh, I'd be yeah. looking at him and being like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. For I saw him. Danny. Danny was getting food the same time I was getting food downstairs. And I saw Danny, but I was like, he just some guy here, some random. We're in a hotel, so you don't know who's who. Um, yeah. Like Shan stayed right across the hall from me. Huh. And I didn't know she was even on the show until it was time to leave. <laughs> you said you said Brad was like right next door too. No, that was when Brad was next door to Fiji, but yeah, Shane yeah. was next door in L.A. when we were all in L.A. And it was oh, like, hey, man. you got you to gotta stay in the hotel. Man, I was looking for a charger. I left my charger. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let's get let's get to the show. Um, and we start off the episode really. I did like this from Survivor. We started off seeing all three tribes, and a big shout out uh, for this past episode. I keep getting mad about it how we don't see camp life anymore. You know, we, we spend so much time focusing on uh, advantages and twists and challenges that we really don't see. And that's what, you know, other survivors that I'll try to stop bringing up have done so well is the fact that we still see camp life. Um, but we see a lot of camp life here. And that's, Will, that's a, that's a pleasant surprise. And it's nice to see again. Oh, yeah. I mean, again, kind of going back to the whole survivor drop the four, keep the one and two, because, you know, I feel like, <laughs> you know we're kind of getting back to survivor roots while still keeping it modern. And I think they've been taking notes from the Australian survivor rule book, the season Borneo rule book, and also keeping the advantages. I'm a huge fan of camp life. I kind of just want like a whole separate show, like a Paramount Plus bonus. Like here's just a bunch of people starving on an island. Like a live Dude, feed almost. Like, like a live feed. Yeah, exactly. I love to see that, but I get how impractical it is with just how much footage there is of just, you know, 20 whatever days, you know, constantly. They, on a normal, they have footage 24-7. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's like that- saying you you got camcorders, you got regular cameras, you got a team of camera people, and you just never know what's going to hit the cutting room floor. That's really what it comes down to. Do you mm-hmm. think that would work, Abraham, like Will's idea of just take whatever footage you don't use of Camp Life and just put it on Paramount Plus as like a as a bonus? Like this is episode one, kind of what they do with the secret scenes, but just make it like a whole like one hour, two hour thing to where it's like, Here's a bunch of secret scenes from the episode. If you really do want to see how camp life plays out and more personality from the castaways and how they're living. Well, I think it's a great idea because it gives you a a peek behind the actual what's really going on. You kind of get more context because you know what happened during the course of that day 
where now you kind of say something happens and you see a reaction to it, but you really don't have any context to it. So if you add those little pieces in there, you get a chance to see a lot more of Survivor. And I think that would even, you know, pick Survivor up to a whole new level because now you got people going on the Paramount Plus after the show saying, okay, how did they get to that vote? What happened? You know, curiosity is always a good motivator to keep somebody looking and finding little nuggets about the show. It would be heaven for like us survivor geeks. We would spend all day just like watching and like literally breaking down like every little thing. Like when I made like when I made the Netflix TV corner, nobody saw that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Netflix TV corner. <laughs> yeah, we I built like a little chair between two cheese two trees, and you could sit there and you could pretend oh, like you were Netflix and you were by the fireplace, but that, yeah. that didn't make the cutting room floor. So. Man, I would have loved to see that. That would have been know. great to see. Uh, so let me just kind of give you guys a rundown. We're not going to spend time on every little single thing, but I'm going to tell you what I wrote down. Big, big points from all the tribes. And then you guys can each choose something that you want to kind of elaborate on uh, for our viewers and our listeners here. So over on Ika, Ika is still reeling from the Zach vote. That's the, uh, fill me in, Will. I'm still trying to learn the tribes. Green tribe. The no, that's tribe. Vatu. Blue yeah, tribe. that's Vadi. Blue tribe is I, uh, Ika or Ika. Um, okay. And then the orange tribe is Taku. So, yeah. So the blue tribe, Ika or Ika, is still reeling from the Zach vote. Everyone is kind of, you know, it sucks. It sucks that Zach went. They really didn't want to lose the kid, but they didn't really see any other option. They didn't think it was time to make the move on Tori. Uh, they want to keep Tori comfortable. And uh, Tori, meanwhile, is struggling already on the island. She's like, I don't do this stuff like ever. I'm already like, it's day two. And people are telling her that it's it's day two. Calm down, Tori. And then we go to the Green Tribe, Vadi, um, where they find some crabs. And they are, you know, Abraham keeps bringing up that they didn't have any food, but hey. they have. <laughs> we Hey, look, we had that same crab. It might have been a different crab. <laughs> was it good? Had, was it good? That was the best crab I'd ever had. We had <laughs> one crab that first night, and somebody caught the rock crab, and we boiled it, and we ate it. It was the best crab ever. Uh, well, they find the crab here, and then High is a vegan, so he really doesn't want to eat it. We have this scene where he's breaking down, but he says, he tells himself, look, I'm out here. I'm starving. We don't have any rice or anything. I'm going to have to eat the crab. So he overcomes that and ends up eating the crab. And then over on the Orange Tribe, you got to forgive me, people. My memory is like, I already forgot the name. Uh, Taku. <laughs> Taku, that's right. Uh, Marianne, I just wrote, is dot, dot, dot. A lot. Marianne is a lot. She's a pocket of energy. energy. She is. She's got energy for days. Um, We have this scene where Omar comes out as Muslim and he talks to his tribe about that and what that means to him. It's a beautiful moment where we where we hear about that. And even it was um, Jonathan who says, hey, if you have any questions about Christianity, let me know. So and then we see Omar and Jonathan are really like coming together and a bromance. Yeah, a, exactly. A bromance <laughs> forming a strong bond. So we'll go to Abraham first. I know I just ran through a whole bunch and it's like, whoa, 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 slow down. But Abraham, anything you want to talk about here, go ahead and take the floor, man. So the one of the great things about Survivor is you do bring people from different backgrounds together and being able to share your experiences, to be able to talk about different things. We're basically a group of strangers. You know, it should be something that we all should embrace 
And it's great that each one of them wanted to share their different cultural differences um, because it didn't separate them. It actually brought them together. You know, uh, they said, hey, we can work together. It's, it's just a great way to see how Survivor unfolds and also is a reflection of real life. So that's one of the part of the shows that when we got to our island, we all introduced ourselves and we told each other a little bit about each other. You know, there are things that you keep secret because you're playing a game called Survivor. But, you know, it's a lot of truth to the whole game, you know. Um, and it's, it was a great experience. You'd be amazed once you get out there because the way it's set up is for a whole week, you see everybody, but you can't talk to anybody. Because, but you're doing things, getting ready for the show, doing interviews and everything, and you don't get to talk to that first day when you arrive on the island. So these are genuine conversations of trying to get to know each other, and they just got a bromance out of it because it's, it's like I look out for you. He knows where his weaknesses are at, and he knows where his weaknesses are at, and they kind of complement each other right now. Uh, I, I see what you're saying. I, I like it. I like the group. I like the duo. I think that could be a strong duo. You know, we've seen in Survivor before people who connect who are so like they're not alike at all. They can go far and they can find great success in the game because no one assumes that they're working together. And I will say I do like Omar. I really do. But Jonathan is in it. He's doing great on that tribe right now. He is making connections with everybody. Everybody feels really good with him. I don't think there's a single person on the Taku tribe who isn't liking Jonathan at the moment. He, he said Mariah was the one person. Sorry, excuse me. Mariah was the one person that was kind of on the outs, but everyone else is getting along so well. And it, it's nice to see that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Romeo did vote Zach out, so let's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, different tribe, different tribe. They're on the blue tribe. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad the blue tribe this season is self-destructive. <laughs> oh man, well, what do you, what do you want to point out from all this stuff we saw from the three tribes? So everything uh, that Abe just said times a million, I completely agree. And again, like I said, how it's going back to its roots, back to season one and two, how we have two people from very different walks of life, very different people coming together and saying, "Hey, we complement each other in a way that could make us work so well in the game." And I really loved watching that bromance kind of blossom because. Again, they're just very different. And I love watching them kind of like say, hey, you know, we work together pretty well. You have the brains, I have the muscle. Let's, let's make something happen. Um, and, you know, I thought Jonathan would be a very cocky guy. And he seems a little confident, but, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I do like him a lot he's, more. It's like he, we, we would call him the teddy bear guy. <laughs> Abe, I think, just... I, I think you would have gotten along with Jonathan. I, oh, I yeah, saw well, an alliance. I saw an alliance there. Like, I'm like, if Abe was out there with Jonathan, they would so work together. We, we would have had a blast. I mean, at the end of the day, you kind of look at it and say, you know what? Who, who can I have fun with, too? And they seem like they're just having fun as well. So I would have loved Marianne because when you at that low part, when you sitting there, he's like, man, what did I get myself into? She's just a ball of energy and just uh, keep going. And I'm like, now... At, we, we had Tiffany for our ball of energy. And <laughs> <laughs> if you're expecting to get some sleep on Survivor, you probably went on the wrong show anyway. But here's my, here's my deal. We all love Marianne. All love her, right? I don't think anyone can honestly hate Marianne. She is such a bright spot. Um, and she just has a positive outlook on everything. She's one of those people that the smallest thing, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> just like a single cricket or whatever. It wasn't a cricket, a grasshopper or whatever. It was that a man, it's a, a man of war, I think. That's what it's called? Is it a man of war? Isn't that what the it's called? Mantis. 
Pray it there, pray mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't go there. They gonna uh, but my, like, my literally, everything makes her happy. But here's my, I'm a bucket of energy. I'm one of those people that talk, 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 like everything's positive and all that. But like Marianne takes it to a whole nother level. And we're going to get to tribal a little bit later. So a little spoiler. But she spent part of tribal just ranting about this crush that she has on Zach. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't actually think that Marianne is playing that great of a game. I think that's like just the type of person she is. Guys, am I being a little too harsh on her here? Or is is it just me? I know it's way too early to be like this person's playing a good game, this person isn't. But I think she's just a bubbly personality that it could rub people the wrong way. I mean, it's 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 a, in the game of Survivor it doesn't take much to rub anybody the wrong way. So the longer they're out there, we got to see how she manages that. You know, because she's still a good asset. So do you just want to vote her off because she's annoying or you just don't want to have that bubbly energy 24-7? Because there is somebody there 24-7. <laughs> you know, so it, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how that all kind of pans out. For right now on day three, I'm, I'm still happy. I'm like, hey, listen, she's having fun. Let's have fun. Let's enjoy it. Um, day eight? <laughs> Get back oh, we'll, we'll see day eight. Uh, Will, are you a, a Marianne stan? I mean – Obviously, I am because I feel like she kind of exemplifies everything I am. Like, she's a super fan, young, just laughing at everything, having the best time of her life. But I also think back to JD. And Abe, I know me and you were kind of talking about JD a little bit, uh, which reminded me about it, him. And, you know, JD was a big super fan, like, Survivor meant the world to him. And he got voted out fourth after getting a lot of screen time. And Marianne, you know, I don't want to say that she gets like that same archetype or like she's like that in that same bubble as jd but if she makes it um if she makes it far she makes it far but i feel like you know there is a chance of her making a getting voted out really early on just because she's so bubbly and like oh i gotta put survivor now you know i'm gonna go ahead and say yeah it makes it to the merge oh that's a bold statement (laughs) sorry i didn't hear much of what will said because all i heard is uh I heard Will say, you know, she's like me. She's a super fan and she's young. So are you calling me and Abraham old? Is that what is that Wait, what is happening here? I'm just saying, you know, 23 years old um, and JD was 20. JD yeah. was like fifth boot. So I'm just saying that Marianne, you know, could be voted out early on. That's or fair. she makes it super far. And there's no in between. She's gonna make merge just because she's getting so much <laughs> we'll, screen time. We'll there's no in between. We said that about JD. <laughs> fair, fair point. A very fair point. Because I'm like, she is literally like half of the screen time right now. I feel like mm-hmm. is Marianne. So I'm like, there's no way she goes before the merge. But you are right. That was JD as well. All right, let's go. Unless you guys have anything else to add about the first part of the episode. Let's get to our good old friend Mike here, who uh, had a lot. Mike had a lot to do. Didn't someone pick Mike as their winner? Pretty oh, sure me. I did not. Uh, <laughs> Will did. Abraham, Will picked Mike as his winner. <laughs> Mike, uh, I'm not really sure what Mike was thinking about that day. Um, Mike did a lot of odd things to me. 
He was like, I don't, I don't like soccer. Oh, <laughs> that hit me hard. He's oh, like, I, I literally tell, he says, I tell the people I coach football <laughs> that soccer is not a sport. I'm like, all right, Mike, now it's personal. All right. That was my sport. And you try running for a full 90 minutes. It is not fun. I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give Mike credit because he found the idol clue without even having any type of clue, just looking. And let me say something. I look through those woods. It, it's not enjoyable. I mean, they're showing you the cut down version where he finds it. He could have been out there walking around for hours just looking for stuff, turning over stuff. And here's the thing. You're in an island that has real creatures and bugs. You don't really want to be sticking your hand in every crevice and hole. Uh, Something's going to get you. So I was like, hey, kudos to Mike. You found it. And then because <laughs> he told I was like, come on, Mike. I was, I was going to say, I was going to ask you, Abraham, as well. Like, everyone always comes, you know, every time they go on a podcast or something, just fans in general are like, you know, it's it can't be that easy to find immunity neck or idols and stuff like that. Like, we see people find them. We see some people find multiple. And they're just thinking of, like, if they go out to the woods out back and try to look for a little totem, there's no way they're going to find it and stuff. So I'm happy you said that because... We hear it all the time. People are like, look, we know it looks easy and stuff, but they don't show you the hours and the hours and the hours you spend looking for these idols. I mean, there's, there's nothing else to do on the island. It's not like they're kicking back and they can watch a movie all day. Like they got, it's either sleep, go in the water, go fishing, just so, your mind or look for an idol. <laughs> here, here's, a, here's a peek behind the tent. So what happens is if you go off by yourself, there's still somebody with a, with a camera on you. So you're not really by yourself. So there's always somebody on a camera on you. And you're literally trying to search without the other tribe members seeing that you were searching. So you got to kind of say, and the way our camp was set up, we had multiple paths. So you could go down any path and kind of look. But I mean, being wrapped on a path, Mike probably was searching for that thing for some hours and finally actually got it. So you see the edited version. Mm -hmm. that, that's why it looks so easy, Will, but here it is. We're going to go right back to please don't make this season 41 part two. I know why they're doing it because after this season, you can't do something like this again because every time someone says something weird, it's going to be like, oh, that person has an idol. Um, but the beware advantage is back. It is the beware advantage part two. And I don't remember the phrase. I didn't write it down, but it's something like something about uh -huh. soccer. The game of soccer is beautiful. It makes me cry. Yes. <laughs> Someone like that. Yes. That's it. I, I like I like that whole. The, I, I like the fact that you just don't get an idol. I yeah. Like a you want to you want to earn it. But you don't hide the clue from yourself. Uh, will walk. Will walk me through this because you pick them to be your winner. So uh, walk me through. Uh, I so, guess I guess before we even get to the bearing part, because that's a first for me. Um, <laughs> let's get to uh, he tells. Uh, sorry, I got lost in my <laughs> my notes here. Uh, so he ends up telling uh, Daniel and Jenny. Jenny's like his main alliance, and then he wants to bring Daniel in here. So walk me no. through what Mike, what's going through Mike's mind. So as a certified Mike fan, uh, let me just say that his moves were completely ingenious. 
Um, and I don't think we quite understand the level of 40 chess he's playing. He told Daniel to build trust because, you know, him and Daniel, they're best buds. And then Daniel told Jenny to build trust best buds. Um, Mike didn't get voted out this episode, so it wasn't the worst move he could make. And by hiding the idol, right, this is also 40 chess. <laughs> complete like this is like you know gamesmanship right here he hides the idol that way if people try to like dig through his bag they don't find anything you know? yeah but you gotta he's lucky to find it in the first place could you imagine <laughs> i wonder how mad jeff would have been and stuff if this just ruined the whole season like obviously they would have known where it is but they can't dig it up and rehide it because technically it's mike's could you imagine if he hit it and could just never find it no beware <laughs> oh, advantage oh. How do you hide something and forget where you hit it at? Now, I will give him this credit. Everything does look alike. I was going to oh, say, yeah. have you been in a jungle? Alike. Wait, Abraham, haven't you been in a jungle? Like, everything <laughs> looks identical. But you set, a, you set a marker that you remember, not the jungle. So, <laughs> and, hey, Will, he might have had some trust in he thought was their allies, but the very next thing they said was, we got to vote Mike out. Oh, I did my best to defend Mike. I'm not saying that was Mike a good move. <laughs> Had they lost the challenge, Mike would have got voted out. Well, oh, the- here's another thing. They were trying to convince Mike never to say the phrase. Yeah, they did. They, they Well, Daniel said, if it's up to me, the beware advantage will never be played in this game. We will never have the idol. So he should have did like Nasir. Nobody knew Nasir had an idol. Until he said the phrase, and the only two people that knew he had it was the people that knew about the phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he definitely should have went that route. I will say <laughs> about the 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 bearing thing. I I understand what he was trying to was, do, uh, was, but the, the the funny thing is, looking to next week, which you know we usually don't do while we're still talking about this week's episode. But he says again in the preview for next week, I lost that thing, so he buries it again. <laughs> I mean, Will, you sure that's your guy? That's your guy. Okay, you can, you can Look, keep it. I, I picked him before we even saw episode one. <laughs> I will say he's providing us, providing us with great comedic moments, okay? So well, I, I mean, want to see, you know. Like he said like, he lost the item. He's like, I can't remember where I put it at. It's behind <laughs> one of these palm trees. I want to see where you make us laugh this much. All I'm saying. Oh, so. man. So, uh, well, the, the Vadu tribe is having uh, – they have these like duos kind of forming. So you have Jenny and Mike, uh, the two people on the older side. Then you have Daniel and my pick. Uh, what's her name? I, Chanel. Don't, Chanel. Really? I was thinking Chalil. I'm like, we haven't even really <laughs> seen anything about her. Chanel. And then I have to, sorry, I have to do a cheat sheet here because I'm still learning everybody. And then you have Lydia and Hi who have kind of formed a bond together. Um, so, Will, what do you think about these duos uh, kind of forming here on the Vatu tribe? Because, I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> uh, I definitely think they're probably the best tribe. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love the Vati tribe, and I I, I kind of saw the duos happening. I feel like just even looking at it early on, uh, like Mike and Jenny, I feel like they're just – because, you know, they're the two older people compared to the rest of the tribe. I'm not calling them old. I'm just saying older in comparison. <laughs> it's not – it's not, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not a, you know, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think just having, I feel like just in a tribe of six duos are just bound to form maybe an alliance of three, but it's always going to be just duos. And I feel like we saw a little bit of this in season uh, 41 as well. I feel like, you know, uh, 
on the blue tribe we had like Deshaun and Danny, and then we had uh, Erica and, and uh, Heather. Yeah. And yeah, thank you. And so I feel like it's just kind of like the same again. It's like season forty one part two. Um, they should have put us all together and had one big big tribe so we could all just <laughs> just merge from the start. Abe, are you a fan of? We've seen both. We see Australia still do the two tribes, the two bigger tribes, and then uh, Survivor US goes to three tribes because Jeff is just in love with these small tribes where you can't hide and everything. Uh, what do you prefer? Because I don't think we've ever talked about this. I don't think I've ever asked you guys which one you prefer. I did not prefer. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, East East combo has its own dynamics. I would have preferred a bigger tribe so you could see a more of a storyline develop. Is that you, know, you watching uh, as well or just you playing? You prefer me playing and me watching because we know we're we're watching these smaller tribes. I played a smaller tribe. Then I'm looking at how Australian Survivor has developed, and you get to do more stuff because it's not as impactful when somebody gets voted out. When you only have six players on the tribe, somebody gets voted out, it changes the whole dynamics of the game because you know somebody has to sit out doing challenges because now it's uneven. Yeah, you got to do oh, yeah. that more often. I just say you could do a lot more to keep the tribes bigger. Yeah. Yep. Three tries speeds the game up, but it also takes from the game. Will, do you agree? Do you prefer the two bit two bigger tribes yeah. than the three tribes? In my perfect season, we start with two big tribes and then we swap into three tribes. Um, yeah, and that. I think that is perfect. I think that is probably the best, in my opinion, uh, because we get you know people are able to kind of see the players and we get game de- um, personalities kind of. Uh, develop but then you know getting to three you know like the game starts it's you know all balls to the walls um and more fast pace and so i feel like it's it's the best of both worlds in a way you know i i feel you well before we get to the immunity challenge i i would feel terrible going through this podcast and not bringing up uh mariah's touching moment about her brother that we see um he is the first nurse in America, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, to pass away uh, from COVID. And Abraham, we talked about this. Um, I think it was a little bit earlier. We talked about this with the loved one letters and stuff. You know, some people will say enough of the montages. We want to see Survivor. We don't want to see all this emotion and stuff. And we talked about it earlier, Abraham, on the other podcast and said, this is the show. This is what makes Survivor. And if you don't enjoy this, you're watching the wrong show. This was a this was a really touching moment. And spoiler alert, even though, you know, Mariah's story is coming to an end, it did give me that connection with Mariah that I really felt for her. You know, it, it's funny is because I've looked at the show before I was on it and I was like, why are people crying? <laughs> I, I just couldn't get it. But when you're out there and you're in that environment, you've got that experience going what your emotional fortitude used to be, you can you can kick it out the way because it's not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because you're you know you're a lot more emotional. You know you're having eaten, you're you're playing these challenges, you're meeting these people. You're basically fast forwarding your life to get to know somebody that you just met maybe two days ago. You know, and we shared different stories about our lives. Um, I know Tiffany shared her story about how her mother died of cancer. Um, Votes shared his story about how his dad died of, um, he became a neurosurgeon. I mean, there's so many different aspects of our lives that we put to play in the game of Survivor that if you're not, if you're not in it as a fan and you don't feel what some of the players feel when they're going through this whole little challenge of things, 
you're not enjoying survival like you should. Because I think you should at some point say, man, you know what? Somebody give me that tissue. <laughs> yeah, I I was definitely feeling it. Well, this was a really touching moment saying that, you know, she didn't care about the million dollars. She said, I just want if, if I can get anything, the million dollars would be nice. But if I can get anything, just closure on this whole story. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to, you know, bring up the tribal council uh, too much. However, Mariah said one thing that almost made me cry. Uh, and as she's walking out, she says her brother's name. I forgot. I forgot his name. Uh, and she's like, he would be proud of me. And I think that along with her emotional story, it fucking it made me cry, man. You know, and it, it brings me back to why Survivor was such a big uh, piece of media in the first place. It's because we got to see people's stories. We got to meet people. We like Mariah is part of Survivor and she's part of us as fans. And I think that's something that we kind of skewed away from as the show went on. And, you know, we're kind of getting back to that and we're getting back to hearing people's stories and being able to hear like who these people are beyond of just, Oh, I'm a number in this game. Well, it was, it was definitely a touching moment. That's why I had to bring it up because uh, just her wanting to uh, make her brother proud and find closure on everything. Cause she said, you know, this happened back in 2020. We still haven't, found closure so i hope she did find the closure she was looking for and it was a pleasure we'll get more into uh how her journey ended later but let's get to the let's get to the immunity challenge and guys that was a good one, a good one. i i disagree abraham i'm gonna good say one. i hate the blindfolded challenges hey let me tell you something that's all that challenge should be called is punishment. <laughs> we are asking for someone to get hurt here. That's why Roxroy took one like a champ to the, I'll just say to the Nards. <laughs> um, so I feel bad for him, but you like this challenge? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just said it. It's just, it's punishment. It's a punishment. It's a punishing, grueling challenge. That is why we have medical there because there is no way for you not to hit, fall, or trip, or bump into something. Well, and I you think saw it. Everybody got something. Daniel yeah. said. Daniel said it best too. He was just like, "This is this is chaotic." That's what I think. I don't enjoy. One, we're asking for someone to get hurt. One of these days, it's going to happen. I mean, we've already seen it happen in the past. Someone get pretty hurt by one of these challenges. Um, two, it's kind of annoying. Like when you're watching TV. I mean, it's fun to watch. You have to tune out the screaming though. Because it's yeah. constant screaming. Now, I really did enjoy the blindfolded puzzle. I thought that was a nice little twist. But, uh, Will, we got to get – so Abraham is, like, on the fence is what I'm getting. He's like, it's funny to watch, but he's like, no, it's terrible. It's, I mean, you would do it. If you were there, you would be blindfolded and jumping out there too. So oh, oh, I would. Cool. Yeah, I would. yeah. Will, it's what do you think of this? It's just painful. <laughs> what do you think of this type of challenge? I'm on the fence because this challenge brought us Lydia screaming, both of you B words. Come here. <laughs> I noticed I that. That yes. was hilarious. Lydia's Twitter game, by the way, quick chat to her is phenomenal. Make sure you follow her on Twitter. But, um, you know, I think this challenge has a lot of fun moments, but I, I'm not a huge. fan of like just the challenge itself i think it brings again like funny moments we see people get hurt which if you're into that you know there's that and then there's like the chaotic whatevers but i think you know as a viewer it's it feels like a challenge is meant more for the players than like the viewers if that makes sense you know i feel like okay it's a good challenge when you're in it 
in a way. But when you're the viewer, it's all chaotic and you're just hearing screamings and everyone's running around. It's hard to keep up. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring it right back up. I'm sorry. I'm for everyone who just likes us survivor and they're like, stop bringing up Australia. I've been spoiled by Australia challenges. Cause I just see the amazing challenges that they do. And while I still enjoy the survivor challenges, I do. It just feels like it gets repetitive. How many times have we seen this type of challenge? Oh, here's the blindfold challenge. I'm sure later this season, we're going to see the challenge where you have to hold the rope and spell a word while balancing it. It's just, they do get repetitive, Abraham. That's where I'm kind of, I think that might be another reason I kind of find it annoying. Uh, not being in the screen, I'll be like, hey, look at Australia's and Bob and take some of their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> please, please take, take some it. of their I mean, they're, I mean, and that's the thing. We're looking at both, we're looking at both seasons. And I have to say, there's quite a few of those challenges in Australia that I would love to do. Because the one, you're right, Will, it's not the same challenge. We've seen that blindfold challenge done many a times. But I, I want to see, I would, yeah, let's add something, though. Let's do something different. Yeah. Because uh, water's coming up next. Um, that's, uh, I, I'm excited that we can just go ahead and kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, we see Jeff Probst in the preview. Sorry, looking ahead, but this, while it's fresh on the brain, we see him go, medical or i don't think he yells medical but he's like both tribes both tribes come in and he said we're gonna do something that's never been done on survivor my prediction is they just stopped the challenge because probably the tide came in or it's too the water's too high or something that's my guess mm -hmm. um have they done that before yes they have you know, stopped the challenge they've stopped one challenge it was in samoa when russell um Swan was medevaced, and no, it was the only challenge where no tribe won. I'm not sure if there's any other time that happened. Um, was that when there was that the puzzle and Swan collapsed? Yeah, and that was his first outing in uh, season 19, where he nearly died. Um, and I think Jeff Probst said that was like the second scariest moment uh, in Survivor was Swan's medevac. There was only two, one other player medevac. I'll season. be honest. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that season. There's still was, a lot of seasons. I got to go back and watch. Yeah, no. Mike Barassi also got medevac, but no one really remembers him because he was purpled. <laughs> they had heat stroke. Uh, one of the game. One of those. They had, oh, well, I know that one. That was that was Caleb. Yeah, you're talking Caleb. That was the day that it was yeah, like. Caleb. Yeah. Okay. They they finished the challenge, but it was so hot that you literally had. Um, uh, I'm mm -hmm. not going to remember their names now, but you had three different people being tended to that day. You had Debbie, you had Debbie, um, that's who it was. Cynthia. Yes. Yeah, or, or, or is it Cindy? I, you, you're very close. I know who you're talking about. Cause I had yeah. them in my head, but I couldn't remember who that the, the fourth, the fourth um, placer from Korong. That's where everybody just was dropping like flies. Um, yeah, they, they they didn't know what to do. They mm -hmm. had players helping other players, but like but, most of it was on Caleb because Caleb just could not cool down. And technically, the challenge was over. Uh, Caleb won that challenge for the for the tribe, but that was not that. That's the crazy thing. It's yeah. it's 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 hot. I mean, oh, even yeah. in Fiji when we were there, it's hot. It's hot. So before we start a challenge, we're waiting and we're waiting in the jungle to start the challenge and one thing they always tell us that we, we hydrate we always we're always drinking water but at the end of the day you're drinking water but you're not eating so it kind of you just got to be they're always monitoring to make sure we're all right so i will say no matter what happens or it looks like it happens 
there's always somebody there to monitor us to make oh, yeah. sure we're okay. Oh, I think uh, knock on wood for if I eventually get out there one day, but I would have full confidence in that medical team. I think Survivor has one of the best medical teams possibly. They have there. Like folks. They specifically, have it's, it's, specifically it's, it's, U.S. Yes. <laughs> hey, Australia you? Survivor is just they don't even pay attention. Oh, <laughs> Here's a funny thing that I, I noticed with the Australian Survivor. Where are these deadly snakes coming from? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I don't, I don't, I'm like, where are the snakes coming from? Anyway, let's go. Hey, you you a survivor does the same thing. You've said multiple times that the animals that they show you on screen, you you never see. I've never seen. <laughs> and look, the animals that they should have showed, they don't show. But the ones who like, where did that spider come from? I don't remember that spider. We got we got on a little tangent there, but that's my prediction about next week. It'll be interesting to see. But Jeff Probst literally calls everyone back from the water is what it looks like and says, this is something we've never done on Survivor. So I thought maybe it's, he's just like, we're not doing the challenge because the water's too high. That might be, that, and that would be interesting to see what happens on that one. That's looking mm -hmm. forward to next, uh, oh, Wednesday. So yeah. uh, I'm not quite sure because he didn't call medical. So nobody's actually drowning. So I'm not sure what they're doing. Maybe they had difficulties in the challenge itself and nobody was doing well. That, maybe that like could, that a could piece be of the challenge broke off. <clears throat> I, it, oh, it, it, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but basically, Ika and Vatu or Ika, they survive. That's the uh, green tribe and the blue tribe. Uh, they win fishing gear, which is something that we've just seen on Survivor. Now, usually the first reward is always fishing gear. See, I don't want a bad mouth Survivor. I really don't. I don't want to say it's getting repetitive, but. It's, it, I'd I mean, like to see somebody catch the fish and bring the fish back. <laughs> we do that again. So then Sydney caught a gang of fish. Do you remember? Did you, ever, did you, you see it? No. <laughs> no. Do you remember Rupert? Like the fishing that we used to see oh, from Rupert? to the fisherman for the tribe. He was like, ah. Oh. That's why if I ever go on the show, I demand Rupert be my tribe mate because he, oh. he'll take care of you. Honestly, here, let's see. Let's actually see the gear being used. Y'all are sleeping on. Y'all are sleeping on Richard Hatch. He was the original fisherman. That man uh, would go out, catch a bunch of fish, and then there's also um, uh, Tom who killed a shark. Tom was machete. good. Tom so, was good. Just give me a yeah, try with I Rupert. Think, I think they want to call. The, I think they want to call the pet controls on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. But okay, so it's the Orange Tribe that's going to Tribal Council. Uh, Omar and Jonathan are really driving the narrative for this vote, and they're kind of going, uh, do we go Mariah, who isn't really uh, connecting with the tribe, or do we go Marianne, just because she's rubbing some people the wrong way, I guess is the, the reason. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't really see any other happy. reason. Yeah, too happy, basically. Uh, Marianne goes looking for an idol. I wrote that down. Uh, honestly, I don't remember it. I'm so sorry. I watched this late last night, but I, I definitely wrote down that Marianne did go looking for an idol. Um, and then we get to tribal council. And gentlemen, I'm happy that we went on a huge tan tangent about like Survivor and just like talking because, you know, one, we've never done that. And I could sit and talk just about Survivor with you guys for like hours. But two, there's nothing to talk about here. There's really yeah. not... Uh, I mean, I was already spoiled. Uh, like I said, I already knew who got voted off. I was catching up last night because it's been an eventful week for me. Um, but 
I want to hear you guys when you first watched is, was there any surprise here that Mariah was the one who went home? Because I just, even though I knew I was like, well, yeah, the shot in the dark, dark. that was something that more people have played the shot in the dark this season. than we ever even thought about playing in our season. (laughs) Two, two people so far. Compared to look, that's more than that's more than we ever had anybody even think about. And 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 it's zero for three. So I think it's time. I I don't feel bad. Uh, crap talking this, and that the shot in the dark is something that I hope after this season goes away, or we change it up a bit. I keep hearing people say, "Why not? Why don't we roll like an actual duck?" And, <laughs> okay. And- Let's, let me let me for some strange reason, Randy. I actually read that somewhere. I don't know if I was reading Twitter or something. No, no, yeah, that's where I got yeah. it from. I've seen it okay. like a lot. So here's the problem with rolling as a dice. Even though it looks like a dice, the area between you and the other tribe is not that far. So they would know that you rolled that actual dice. The objective of it is nobody knows you played your shot in the dark until Jeff comes back. So it couldn't be it couldn't be dice. It could be something else, but it can't be a dice. Well, I'm just saying it it would it would need to be edited like edited a little bit. But this is what this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, go go act like you're gonna vote, and then just wrote right on your vote. I'm rolling the die or die or something like that. And then when Jeff comes back, so it looks like you voted. And then when you come back, Jeff says we did have someone who decided to roll the die. That oh. person takes out their die. And I don't even think it's simple. Like, I don't think it should be something where you have like, uh, you're not safe. And then one, one side of the die says safe. How about we mix it up a little bit? How about two, two sides of the die? You get one die, two sides say you're safe. Two sides say you're not safe. Maybe one just says you're going home. And then, (laughs) and then, and then another side of the die, the final side, maybe it gives you an idol if you land on that side of the die that then that you can then use at that tribal if you would like to. So you get one die and it gives you multiple options. I, I wish you were there before we became the original guinea pigs. <laughs> we're like, okay, we're not we're not really sure what this is, but uh, okay. That's basically what we said. We said, okay. Yeah, I, I hope they, if they keep it, they grow it and make it something, you know, really something that adds to the game. But for season 41, we were like, okay. <laughs> Not using this. No, we only, <laughs> we only have one person. Sydney used hers, and that yeah. was the only person who used it. Mm-hmm. Will, it's 0 for 3 right now. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the uh, shot, <laughs> shot in the dark die. I don't even know if I'm going to – take the chance i mean i would do it if i know there's absolutely no chance that it's not me tonight and i don't have an idol or anything but what do you think uh it's the perfect twist a twist that has done literally nothing throughout all of survivor <laughs> <laughs> i mean this is what super fans are like oh i hate the modern twists i hate twists they're, they're stuck i want you know old survivor this is what you get you know a twist that does nothing but <laughs> <laughs> i think it's hilarious yeah. but i think it's also just pointless i think I think if it does come back in a future season and doesn't have any big changes, changes, it's just, it just, it should just be a part of tribal council, but not actually have like a main like, oh my god, the shot in the dark. It should just be yeah. like a thing, like, hey, if you want it here, and it shouldn't be like edited in any certain way. I mean, we had where Deshaun had to make a decision between three choices in order to stay. I hated it. I hated no, that. that but that was better than the shot in the dark. <laughs> That's debatable. I it, it's just. He, 
I like the twist. I'm always going to be a fan of the twist. Uh, Deshaun's twist, the do or die. I'm not going to lie and say that I was sitting at home like this sucks. I was sitting at home and I was like, whoa, holy crap, this is amazing. This is Survivor. But like from from the standpoint of like someone who really breaks down the game and stuff, man, if that cost him his game, wouldn't have that sucked. I think it made for great television because he was still in the game. Deshaun should have been gone long ago in the whole game. <laughs> but he had, <laughs> he, he had opportunities to fight for his place in Survivor. The shot in the dark is just a shot in the dark. <laughs> a shot <laughs> in the dark. I don't really have a good comment about the shot in the dark because I'm like, I know I had it. I don't even know where it's at. I knew it was. Do in you my still bag. have it? No, they, they no, they take that immediately. Oh <laughs> like, come on! I thought it'd be like a souvenir. <laughs> you walk down a path and they start collecting stuff. So ah oh, uh, damn. They, All they right. Get you. Well, Mariah ends up going home. It looks like we got like six minutes here. So uh, really quickly, gentlemen, Abe, I'll, I'll go to you first. Uh, what did you think about Mariah's game? Tough to see her go here. I mean, again, you don't really see her in a lot of the edits. Really quiet time on the island. I think the biggest thing we got was her touching thing for her brother, which I thought was great. Uh, but we really didn't see her in the game and, you know, playing or we didn't see her editing the challenges. So we really didn't see her. You know, so she yeah. was almost in a player, but not a player. Well, final thoughts on uh, on Mariah. Yeah, so I when I look at a uh, cast, I think of both the player as a character and the player as a strategist. And Mariah was a great like character. I love sharing about her story. I think you know again we didn't see her much though, so I can't really say oh Mariah played a bad game or she played a great game. But I think you know she did have an impact on the season. She did tell about her brother's story which was great. So, you know, I, I liked having her on. I wish we got to see more of her. Maybe if CBS or Paramount plus takes my idea of having the secret episodes of just camp life, we'd see more of her, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, uh, we don't always get that, but uh, I do want to thank everyone for joining us today. Talking uh, survivor us. Sorry that it got out really late. We're going to be kind of back on schedule this week. I'm actually out of town on Wednesday. So we'll work out when to get to it. Hopefully we'll get to it by the end of the week. Uh, recording for week three of Survivor 42. Uh, I got some big news. Huge news. I talked to Abraham a little bit earlier about this. But April, April, right? Abraham, not August. Not, not August. <laughs> not August. I accidentally said August earlier. Uh, April 13th. Wednesday, April 13th. We are doing a two-hour Sorry, I, I will find if they can't join me for all two hours, we'll figure it out uh, because I haven't actually talked to them about this. But two, <laughs> Good two, yeah, two hours of uh, Australian Survivor covering the finale, what we thought of the season as a whole, talking about the winner. And wait, 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 wait. Did I say two hours? I meant three hours because we have another hour afterwards an additional hour where i will be interviewing as a star-studded selection i have my first person that i can announce actually and that is uh, I, I i hope i don't butcher her name mila goodchild she uh was a senior basketball player at duke university where do you know the name goodchild from her father and her sister competed on Survivor Australia this year, David and Brianna. So I'm going to get Mila on the show to talk about what it's like uh, seeing her dad and sister compete. <laughs> Abraham, is that a shocked face? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Real, hey, well, I know Will gonna be busy, but I'll be there. No. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Anyone who would like to join on the uh, on the interviews, more than welcome to. So you said the thirteenth of April, right? Yes, April thirteenth. <laughs> so <laughs> that's actually my birthday. <laughs> hey, oh. hey so I have I'm on spring break, so I'll probably join for like an hour. I don't think I'll be able to join the whole thing though, because I'll be hanging out with family. Of course, I but... <laughs> don't even expect you to join an hour. <laughs> but when he said like April, I'm like it better not be the thirteenth. And they're like, yeah, thirteenth that Wednesday's gonna be great. I'm like, oh. I'm going to end up, well, I know I, I'm like, I'm going to end up roping Abraham in for the whole thing and try to get, <laughs> yeah. try to get some other friends along for the, for the ride. It's going to be, it's going to be a long, uh, survivor AU finale. We got some former castaways who might be joining us. So I can't, I can't <laughs> sell any other details right now, other than, other than Mila who, who will be on the podcast. What do you have Abraham? Hey, just give me the time. I I, I gotta since it's, since it's Will's birthday, I gotta I gotta work on something. Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, he's gotta he's gotta work on something for you, Will. Hey, so Abraham and I will be talking about the time because I gotta get in on this this birthday gift that Abe's got going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I'll, on check. Uh, but that's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be our first uh, super long uh finale show we'll be doing hopefully something for uh season 42 as well when we get to their finale do a long special about that check us out on twitter at survivor now pod and then on instagram at survivor now podcast abraham you want to shout out your instagram now that you've reached a thousand i reached a thousand you can catch me at abraham (laughs) underscore 99 underscore 99 that's where i hang out at now we're going for uh 2000 will what's the best way for them to reach you if they wanted to reach you uh, uh instagram probably i'm not too active on social media honestly <laughs> good I'm, for I'm you like, i'm a snapchat guy but you know social media yeah. is kind of like you know yeah, my second there. thing <laughs> i just <laughs> use instagram for alpacas, alpacas <laughs> <pictures>. <laughs> loves his uh, alpacas you can get all our instagrams as well in our instagram bio if you want to if you want to hit us up and gentlemen thank you again for joining us another successful episode boom mike always drop. a good time well i'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your night and you guys as well thank you for listening uh make sure to subscribe or follow or whatever it is wherever you're listening to us and we'll talk to you guys later